So today, well, okay, rewind. If you have been following this podcast, then you know, last week we talked about how you visualize things in your mind. Or if you can't. (laughs) Or if you can't, (laughs) for those that can't, which I don't understand. But this week, what we want to talk about is what ways do we learn? Because everybody has a different way of learning, and that's a really hot topic right now, especially in schools, is students learning in the way that they learn best. And so, what are your guys' best ways to learn? Okay, so I feel like I'm a little bit of everything. It depends on <laughs> it depends on what I'm trying to learn and like the situation that I'm in. But I feel like I learn best when somebody shows me exactly what they want me to learn, and like I can visually see it because mm. I say, okay, then I know exactly what they want me to do, and there's no question, there's no visual interpretation that I'm not getting. Just show me what you want to do. But in other things, like if I'm listening to something, sometimes I'd rather listen than watch somebody because I find watching them distracting. So if I just hear their words, then I can comprehend. But it just depends. Yeah, I'm definitely a visual learner um, because I'm not like I can't picture things in my head. I just there's nothing there. Um, So (laughs) whenever (laughs) I mean, there's stuff in my head. Trust me, there's a lot in there. She has a very nice brain. Well, yeah, I would assume so. But um, (laughs) I, I am a visual learner because I don't see things. So when somebody's trying to explain something to me, like I can't picture what they're saying. So like if, for example, somebody's like, oh, you would just, you know, like put that there and that there and then it would look like that. And I'd be like, I don't understand that. Like, if you draw it for me or you show me a picture, then I could recreate what you just told me to do and it would make perfect sense. But yeah, I don't, I need to see what you're trying to get me to see because I can't see it in my brain for myself. <laughs> I think I'm also a visual learner, kind of like what Brooke said, like I have to be able to watch somebody do it first so that there's no doubt in my mind that I'm like doing it wrong mm-hmm. but also even with like school and stuff when I like read my textbooks I'm not somebody who learns from reading like I have to also hear it so like I will listen to an audiobook while I'm reading mm-hmm. and it will like help me remember what I'm reading but otherwise I just don't remember it yeah I mean I could kind of get that like sometimes listening to people talk helps me understand but a majority of the time if somebody's just speaking to me I'm not going to comprehend it. It literally goes in one ear Mm -hmm. out the other. Like I have to read it and hear them. Mm -hmm. So like, yeah, that's where I'm more of like visual in that sense, because like I have to be able to see it in order to understand it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I am like polar opposite of you, Riley. (laughs) (laughs) There is too much going on in my head when I try and read something that I will. I am a master at spending an hour on text that I have read nothing of. <laughs> like, I will I will finish a chapter and have zero clue what I just read because there's so much going on up in my head. So what I have to do is I have to break the whatever's going on up here with an audio projection. Um, so I love listening to audiobooks. I always say I'm reading books. And I'll read a lot of books, but they're all audiobooks. <laughs> so people disqualify that. And I'm like, why? I'm still retaining all the information. <laughs> See, and I read books. Like, I genuinely sit and, like, and, and I, I read books quick. Because I it just, like, when I'm reading a story, I get so, like, involved in the story mm-hmm. because I can see it. And, like, I'm, I'm, I'm in the book. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, a day's gone and my book's over and I'm sad. But, yeah. See, I have to do both. I cannot just listen to an audiobook because I'll like totally zone out and mm-hmm. I won't listen but if I like have the book in front of me to like follow along 
See, and, and, and like following along. <laughs> no, See, it doesn't. When I have something to do visually while I'm audio or audio learning, yeah. While I'm audio um, It has to be something mindless. So, for instance, I've been editing this report that we're having to release soon. And while I was li- listening to a book, I was trying to read someone's email. And I had to pause my book because I was like, I cannot focus on both at the same time. Like, my brain just feels split. But then if I'm doing, like, if I'm cleaning or if I'm just looking for images or editing a visual, like a graphic, I'm. it's so easy for me to just hear the book and to zone in on the book and do my work. And that's what I do. Yeah. But I, I cannot, like, I'm not a visual learner. I am a hands-on learner, though. Oh, me too. I, yeah. I could learn hands-on. Yeah. I hate it when people tell me how to do something. <laughs> <laughs> Such a big stubborn thing in me. My sister used to try and, like, stand in the kitchen with me because she's a great cook. And she would try and tell me exactly how I was supposed to do something. And I would feel so frustrated because even though her love language to me was sharing the information she had, um, it felt like I was being told how to cook this meal. Mm, and micromanaging I cannot handle yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> I said the best thing for me, like, the way that I love to learn is to just try and error. Like, yeah. I want to make a mistake. I want to try, though, and know that I did it on my own. And that's probably my pride, but that's just how I work. So, yeah. No, I work that way, too. Like, if I get thrown out in the middle of something, and I'm like, no, all right, I'm going to figure it out. (laughs) And then I'm like, okay, no, I get it. Like, and hands-on doing it helps me to understand. Yeah. Because then I can actually, like, visualize and physically, like, do it. just arrived on the best podcast on the internet cultivate next we are so excited to have a conversation with you if you are listening to this podcast it's not a mistake you are here because god has something to say to you to bring hope joy peace and his love into your life so do not miss it we're gonna have a good conversation thanks for joining us cultivate next We're in a series where we're talking about scripture, the importance of it, but not just the importance of it, because sometimes that can just be a nice conversation that you hear and you're like, cool, let's move on. But we want to make it applicable and accessible to you. And so if you are someone who's been studying the Bible for a long time, um, hopefully something stands out to you and you're encouraged. But if this is like you're just getting into reading the Bible and you're just trying to figure out why it's important or why we should even do it because it feels outdated and whatever, this is for you. So today, our conversation is going to be similar to what, how do you learn, but it's going to be how do you study and what are some of the really cool practical tools that make it easy and realistic for a busy life. So I always tell all of our students, hey, when you are diving into the Bible for the very first time, start in one of the Gospels. Um, the Gospels are Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and they're all 
telling the story about Jesus. Because ultimately, the Bible is about Jesus. It's about God. And in the Gospels, we see Jesus come to earth to accomplish the mission, which is the purpose of the Bible of redemption. So I always say, hey, you want to pick a book of the Bible, do not start in Leviticus. Do not (laughs) start in Deuteronomy. That would be like suicide. Do not start in Exodus. (laughs) Don't even go to like Revelation because your mind will be blown. But start in the gospel and get to know Jesus, get to know who he is, get familiar with the story, get familiar with what he did, Mm -hmm. and then move on from there. And I always say go probably through the New Testament. I mean, yeah, the New Testament first before you start diving into the Old Testament Um, because it sequentially it will make more sense in your mind to to start there. Yeah, kind of like a... Like, the Old Testament is, like, the prequel, but, mm-hmm. like, you know, like, Star Wars, like, they gave you one of the movies, and then they told you what happened before that? Like, do, it's kind of like that. I think one of the things that helped me with, like, Bible reading and, like, just how I study the Bible is, like, having a book of the Bible that you kind of go deeper into, but at the same time, like, I will take, um, like, my version app with, like, a plan that goes through the whole Bible and just be able to, like, listen to that throughout the day each day to kind of just give myself like an overview of the Bible but then also like having something that you're studying more in depth and just being aware too of the resources that there are to study a Bible because I mean I don't know I always thought when I was reading my Bible I was like why does everybody else know these things (laughs) I just I don't know any of these things and like there's resources for that um like commentaries I use a commentary to read my Bible I don't like rely on that when I read my Bible, but it is super helpful. Yeah, I think there's this idea that, like, if you're reading scripture, you're supposed to just be able to read it and get it and then move on. And, like, um, that's not true <laughs> because it's scripture is like a big, it's a big deal. And there's a lot of, uh, a lot of things that our human brains can't even comprehend anyway. Um, so it's okay. It's absolutely okay to use things like a commentary or a reference Bible that flips back and forth and um that you can actually like view all the different um translations of the bible in or even like translating languages so that way you can go back and understand like oh the original authors spoke this so this is probably a better idea of what they meant like you're not a bad person for looking for resources to assist you in reading your bible in fact it's going to do nothing more than like it's gonna be helpful for you um, don't like Emily said. Don't replace it for yeah. the Bible. But another really helpful resource we talked about being like visual learners and stuff. And I know I was just telling you guys I use the Bible Project. Yeah, me too. They have videos on YouTube for basically like every book of the Bible. Um, but if you go to their website too, they have videos on like certain words in the Bible and all these different studies on it. And that has been super helpful in just understanding what I'm reading. Yeah, for sure. There's days when. Like, the way that I study the Bible, I am, I feel like such a simple-minded person. <laughs> um, if this relates to you, I'm, I'm glad I have a friend, but um, my study is very simple. I will sit on my couch with a journal and my Bible, and often I will start with just journaling out a prayer, because I, before I can take anything in, I kind of have to get everything off my chest, like everything honestly before God the things that are troubling me or I'm encouraged by, like, put it all on paper so that, one, I have reference later on when I see what God's done in my life since now. Like, Mm -hmm. I will have so much encouragement 
to see what all that he's done from this one prayer that I've prayed of God, would you move in my life in these ways? Um, but then usually as I'm praying and journaling, God kind of puts things on my heart for then what I'm going to read about or it softens my heart. It makes me ready to then hear from God. And so then I'll go into my Bible and I'll pick up either from where I left off or I'll do the Russian roulette thing you know, <laughs> or I will pick up in one of the Gospels because I just know I'm always going to find life there. Um, but one thing that I, I love about Scripture, there's a verse in 2 Timothy 3. It's 2 Timothy 3.16 and 17 says, All Scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. And so that just basically means that if you have a desire to grow in Jesus and knowing who he is, if you need wisdom or instruction, because the beautiful thing about the Bible is it really can be like a manual for your life. It teaches you how to walk. It shows you who Jesus was and how you should be like him. Um, but it also, it corrects you. There's so many times I read the Bible and I feel corrected, but God says that a father will not correct an illegitimate son, meaning a son that wasn't born within a covenant, but he will discipline a son that he loves, that he is called as his own. And if you're a child of God and he loves you, he's not going to leave you where you're at in sin or in confusion or in folly he's going to teach you and train you and correct you and so if you want to know what it is to be a loved child of God go into the Bible because he will teach you and he will change you and he'll correct you through it um and training in righteousness like if you want to be right with God go to the Bible and yeah yeah I think that's good because a lot of times I think we look at the Bible and you think oh there's so much we have to do there's so many rules some of them don't even make sense like why why is it the way that it is and why is God like so stern about these things? And the beauty of it is that when you get to know the heart of your father, you understand why he has these things set before you. And like we've talked about before in this podcast, like those things aren't, um, they're not restraining you. They're actually there to free you. And so understanding who your father is as you begin to study the Bible is going to give you that foundation that you need to go, Oh, okay. I understand why this is here. I understand why he said not to do this. Um, It's for my benefit. It's for my good. It's because he loves me. Yeah. And in understanding the why behind it, I think it's easy um, to overcomplicate the how, but we don't have to overcomplicate it. You can start simple. uh, Like Brooke was saying, just go to the gospels. And that doesn't mean that you need to read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Like and it's in like <laughs> like all at the same time. Yeah. Um, that's meaning like break it down into bite-sized pieces. My mom always says something because I'm typically an overthinker and I'm somebody who like sees a problem and I think of every possible outcome and it makes me a little bit overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Um, but my mom always asks me the same question. She says, Riley, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. <laughs> And it's true. Well, that's what I always said. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. But don't eat elephants. Yes. Concept is good. How do you take something super big and you know make it small? You do it one little step at a time. So keep it simple. You don't have to be a a theologian theologian overnight and like um, you know be a Bible scholar. But Mm -hmm. um, you do have to start somewhere. So if you're gonna start, take a little bite. Yeah. I I love 
what Brooke encouraged of like, I don't know if, I can't remember if you said it already today, but she said this on Wednesday at our youth group. So plug, 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 if you want a youth group and encouragement <laughs> and community, come Wednesday nights, 7 p.m. True Grace Church. Okay, um, <laughs> back to our previously scheduled podcast. Um, <laughs> I love thinking like, because God's word is living and active and he's using it daily in your life, just by reading one verse, the verse of the day on the version app, God is going to use that in mm-hmm. your life. And you need to be careful to to not get into a habit of just doing a verse and staying there. Like you want to be yeah. growing because mm-hmm. you want to know context and why God is saying what he's saying. But to memorize the verse of the day is such an encouraging small thing that you can do that may feel meaningless right now. And you might not even connect with the verse of the day. And that's fine. The point is when you need to know what God's word says, he will bring it back to your memory. And so part of what you're doing is you are creating an armor for yourself against the lies of the enemy, against the frustrations and the brokenness of this world because things are going to happen that are going to frustrate and discourage you. But when you know what God's word says and you know what he says about himself and about who you are and about what he's done for you, and you have those memorized and those encouragements stored deep in your heart, it's going to come back. It's going to encourage you. It's going to give you faith and it's Mm going to make you able to move forward with joy and peace rather than feeling stuck in whatever situation you're in. Yeah. I liked what you were talking about Riley with not feeling like you have to become like a theologian overnight. Cause I think Uh, a lot of us feel like we have to do that. Mm -hmm. I used to struggle with that a lot. Cause I'm like, how can I be this Christian and lead in ministry if I'm, yeah, I don't even understand the whole Bible, but like that's not even the point. And you get so much more out of it when you're going to spend that time with God, like going through the Bible and actually understanding what it means. Like there's just so much more depth there. Yeah. yeah. And I think sometimes too, like I know for me, I would do that and then I'd be like, well, I don't get it. And like a student asked me a question and I don't know how to answer the question. And instead of being like, that makes me want to dive in more. Like that makes me want to be able to answer the question. I always found myself being like, well, I can't do it. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't get the Bible. I'm never going to get the Bible. I'm just not even going to try. But I would encourage you don't do what old me used to do. (laughs) Um, Instead, let that kind of um, fuel you forward into, oh, I don't know the answer to your question. Or maybe I don't understand that concept but I do know where the answer is and the answer is in the Bible. So I'm going to be intentional and I'm going to use my resources, whether that is um, theologians who have a cool YouTube channel, or if that is a big book that is commentary, or if that's an audio um, type of situation, like a podcast that talks about ways to, um, you know, like look at the Bible differently, use the resources given to you, dive into the deep questions and you will always find the answer um, if you're looking in the right places. Yeah. So to sum it up, basically practical things that you can do today, starting right now, download the YouVersion app, look up the Bible project, ask godly people around you who've been studying their Bible for a long time, resources that they use that have helped. Yeah. Get a journal and make time to sit with God in the word. If that's five minutes, if it's a half hour, go at the pace that feels achievable for this moment and ask God to help you to grow as a believer. 
Yeah. Not that you have to do all those things all no, at once. No, just uh, any pick of what, those <laughs> Pay pick attention one. to the way that you study best and then grab what you need to to be successful. And also bring people alongside you. We didn't talk about that very much, but um, you don't have to just study your Bible alone yeah. in a secret place. Like you can definitely sit down and uh, there's so much life out of the conversations that like us four as friends have when we're talking about scripture because you see something I don't because you learn differently than I do. So, uh, yeah, do what works best for you, like Adelaide was saying, and bring people alongside you. You don't have to learn the Bible by yourself. Um, if you are digging this current series that we're in and you want to learn more about the Bible itself, the story of Scripture, um, and just some more of the big questions, um, please keep tuning in. We are here every week and uh we will be continuing this series we love you guys and um we'll catch you on the next one